Welcome to the Berman Golf Podcast, where we're helping golfers over the age of 60 increase distance off the tee so that they can hit shorter irons into the green. Yeah, baby. You can visit us at BermanGolf.com for more information and get ready. This is going to be a fun one. And we're rolling, baby, the Long Balls Golf Podcast. Dr. Jake Berman here, the originator of the Berman Method of Golf Performance. I'm running solo today. Glad to be back with you guys solo. If you have not listened to the last three-part series of where we interviewed Lauren David from TrueSpec, please go back and listen to that. We had some... Nuggets of gold in that one. Just a quick recap. True Spec is the leading agnostic custom golf club fitter in the country. Love them because of that. The agnostic part of it, where there's no brand loyalty. They'll give you 10 different club heads and 10 different shafts and mix and match. And whatever gives you the best data on the foresight or whatever simulator in whichever facility you're in they're using, that's the club for you. And if you want it, you want it. You don't want it, you don't want it. However, the numbers don't lie. So it has nothing to do with how good somebody's marketing a product. It has everything to do with what the objective data says. So love it. Go back and listen to it if you haven't already. Today, what I want to talk to you about is why I don't wear shoes in any of my golf videos, or at least any of my golf videos that I do in the office. And the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because it it just makes my entire life better when I get somebody from the peanut gallery commenting on one of my YouTube videos saying something ridiculous like, can't take you serious because you don't wear any shoes or your swing would be better if you wore shoes or nobody's ever going to take you seriously because you don't wear shoes. Really? If I was wearing shoes, I'd be able to communicate the message better. And the reason why it's important is because, well, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a bunch of reasons why it's important. However, first of all, right out of the gate, I've never claimed to be a golf pro or teach golf philosophy. So I'm not talking about technique at all. It's strictly biomechanics. So every one of my videos is 100% about biomechanics, getting the body to move better. Has nothing to do with golf philosophy, or at least that's not the primary objective. It has 100% to do with, can we get your body to move better in relation to the golf swing? So the fact that these uh, these crickets out there, people from the peanut gallery are commenting that I don't look like a golfer, okay, that's fine. I'm a physical therapist. You know, I'm a doctor of physical therapy. I'm not a PGA certified pro. We are a PGA certified teaching facility. However, I'm not a PGA certified teaching pro and I never have claimed to be. Strictly biomechanics. The reason why I don't wear shoes is because there are a lot of muscles in your feet that are not utilized efficiently when you wear shoes. So before I get into all that, I'm going to ask you the question, the same question I ask everybody. 
And the answer is always the same. How important is balance? In relation to the golf swing, when we're talking about the golf swing, how important is balance? Zero means it's not important at all. 10 means it's extremely important, the most important, or zero to 10. Zero is not important. 10, it's very, very important. Everybody always says, well, it's at least a 10, if not more than a 10. Balance is the most important thing in the golf swing are the very, are the most common answers I get. Now, here's the tricky part or the tricky or ironic. I'm not quite sure which is the right word to say. But a lot of people don't know that the way you improve your balance is by improving your muscles, aka getting your muscles stronger. People just think that poor balance is completely independent of muscle strength, and it's not true at all. It's very rare that you see somebody that's extremely physically fit who has poor balance. It's extremely common to see a frail old man or woman who has horrible balance. Think about it. Think of a gymnast. I always think of gymnasts, male gymnasts, female gymnasts, it doesn't matter. They both are in the best physical shape that you could possibly imagine. How good is their balance? It is a 15 out of 10. I mean, it is insane. It is the best balance you could possibly have, right? It doesn't get any better. And then you think about that 95-year-old woman that's bent over, the 95-year-old man that's staring at the ground everywhere that he walks, how good is his balance? It's shit. As soon as the lights turn off and he tries to walk to the bathroom in the middle of the night, he falls and breaks his hip and ends up in the hospital and never comes home. So balance is crucial and balance is directly related to muscles. Which brings me back to shoes. The vast majority of balance occurs initially in your feet. Once your feet, your feet are the first body parts to react to give you balance. Let me say it that way. Then the next part to give your balance is your knees, your hips, and then your body sways back and forth. And then you can sway your arms all around if you're really losing your balance. However, the first body part that reacts to give you better balance is your foot. Your foot has over 100 muscles, tendons, and ligaments in that foot. When you put your foot into a shoe and then you lace it up real tight, well, wait, let me step back. When you put your foot into a shoe that has really good arch support and it's a very quote-unquote supportive shoe, and then you lace that shoe up real tight to give you extra support, those 100 muscles, tendons, and ligaments don't have to work anymore because they now have external support. The muscles, tendons, and ligaments are internal support. They internally support your foot. That's what gives your arch, the arch of your foot, support. It's what allows your arch to flatten and arch and arch, flatten and arch and flatten and arch. Your arch is a dynamic thing. It moves. It gets flatter. It gets higher. It gets flatter. It gets higher with every step you take. Now, when you put your foot in that shoe 
it doesn't have to do that anymore because now the shoe is doing the work. So now you have external support doing the work. Now, here's where it gets very interesting. And this is another thing where people do not put two and two together. They say two and two equals seven. Everybody knows that when you break your arm or you break your leg and you have to go into a cast for six to eight weeks, and then when you take that cast off, everybody listening to this knows that your muscles are going to be extremely atrophied after that. Like they just, it shrivels up to nothing. Every single person that has ever had to wear a cast or a boot or something for six or eight weeks will agree that, oh my gosh, when I took that cast off, I could not believe the difference in size from one side to the other because the muscles atrophied that much. The reason why the muscles atrophied or get get smaller is because you're not using the muscles. Everybody knows this. Everybody's heard the saying, you don't use it, you lose it. That's why it takes so long to build muscles in the gym. And then when you're sick for a week, it sets you back a month. I mean, you lose it fast. Everybody knows this, especially aging adults. You know this better than anybody. If you don't work out for a week, if you don't work out for a month, holy crap, it's like starting at ground zero, essentially, when you get back in the gym. So if it happens when you put your arm or your leg in a cast, because you can't move those muscles anymore, what do you think is happening when you put a shoe on and you lace it up real tight? Shoes are essentially casts that you're putting on your feet every single freaking day. So when you put your foot in the shoe, those muscles don't have to work anymore. So I said earlier, there's over 100 muscles, tendons, and ligaments in your foot. I'm going to get even simpler on it. There's 16 muscles in the arch of your foot alone. There's four layers of four muscles, which equals 16 total, 4, 8, 12, 16. There's 16 muscles in the arch of your foot alone. Those primary, the mus- those muscles' primary objective or primary purpose is to give your foot stability, to give your arch support. When you put your foot in a shoe, those 16 muscles don't have to work anymore. So what happens to those 16 muscles? They get smaller, they atrophy, they get weak. Then... When we try to recruit them, aka for balance, they're not, they can't help us anymore because they're too weak. So that's when we say, oh, well, we need a more supportive shoe. No, it's the exact opposite. You need a less supportive shoe. You need to wear a damn moccasin out on the golf course. What's his name? Hold on. Let me look it up real quick because I was just talking about this with my golfers in the Benito location yesterday. That, what's his name? Rocco. Rocco Medete. M-E-D-I-A-T-E. Rocco Medete. He is on the Champions Tour. Very good golfer. 
local Naples guy was a member, not sure if he's still a member, but I know that he was a member at Calusa here in Naples, and he would always golf barefoot. So right now I got my team trying to figure out how to get a hold of this guy because I want to interview Rocco. So if anybody listening to this knows Rocco or knows somebody that knows Rocco, I want to interview him. I want to get him on the podcast because this is exactly what I'm talking about. Go out there and play golf barefoot because then you're going to be able to recruit 32 more muscles during your golf swing. 32, 16 in one foot, 16 in another foot. We're just talking about the arch of your foot alone. So that's 32 more muscles that you can utilize to help your golf swing. Now, let me ask it this way. Everybody on this podcast should agree that the more muscles you're able to utilize during the golf swing, the more power you'll be able to generate during the golf swing. And if you don't agree with that by now, go back and start at episode one of this podcast. Get my book, read the Berman Method of Golf Performance. You gotta, we gotta take a bunch of steps back. If you don't agree with that, we gotta start all over. So hopefully you agree with that by now, that the more muscles that you can utilize during the golf swing, I'm not saying tension, I'm not saying getting stiff and rigid, I'm saying the more muscles you can recruit and activate and use efficiently, the more power you can generate. The more power you can generate, the farther the ball is going to go. The more muscles you, you can recruit, the more reproducible your golf swing is going to be. The more reproducible your golf swing is going to be, the more consistent your golf game is going to be. The more muscles you recruit during the golf swing, the less stress you're going to place on your back. The less stress you place on your back, the more longevity you have to play the game. So it all comes to the same result, right? The more muscles we use, the better our golf game is going to be as we get older. 16 muscles in the arch of your foot. 16 muscles in the other arch of your foot. That's 32 muscles that you are completely removing from your golf swing when you put on a very nice, expensive pair of supportive shoes and then lace them up real tight. You think you're doing yourself a good deed by getting a $200, $300 pair of really nice supportive shoes and then buy a $700 pair of custom orthotics that your chiropractor sold you, some bullshit podiatrist sold you because you have foot pain. So now we've got $1,000 into our footwear and it's just screwing up your golf game. It's making it worse. Come on, guys. Come on. Hopefully this is pissing off some of you guys listening to this because I know that there's going to be a significant portion of people listening to this that do have $1,000 invested in your footwear and you're going to be going, what the hell? You're telling me I don't need it? No, you don't. Here's the other thing though. I'm not going to tell you to go and quit cold turkey because if you do that, you're going to really screw things up. So I'm going to tell you guys how to do it the right way. When I wear shoes at the gym, I wear Zero Shoes. It's called Z-E-R-O. That's the brand name. It's essentially a non-supportive shoe. There's multiple brands out there. I'm not allegiant or I'm not trying to promote Zero in any way, shape, or form. It's just the brand that I chose. Cosmetically, it works for me. 
So the way you would do this is you would transition by getting you a pair of non-supportive shoes, zeros or whatever, and you would go from wearing your supportive shoes all day long to wearing the non-supportive shoes for 30 minutes or 15 minutes and trying to walk around your house or walk somewhere. And then you just gradually build up the time that you're wearing those non-supportive shoes over three months, six months, 12 months. Please do not do this cold turkey. Think about a year in advance. If you've got $1,000 in your footwear right now, look a year into the future and that's where your goal should be. It should take you that long to wean yourself out of them because you're it's a lot of work. If you try to do it too fast, you're going to flare your foot up and you're going to be pissed off at me. So that's just a very general statement for the majority or, you know, one size fits most type of statement for everybody out there who's going to try to do this. Call me up if you got questions. Comment on my YouTube videos. I love it. Every day I get a comment on my YouTube video, I go on there and I respond to it because I love it. It's so asinine. These people are saying just it's non-factual things that they're saying. And I'm hitting you right back with facts, hitting you right back with physics. So this is nothing that's subjective. It's all objective. It is facts. So that's what I love the most about this. That's why I do not wear shoes in the vast majority of my videos, all the videos in my office. Obviously, I'm wearing shoes out on the course. I choose to wear squares when I do wear golf shoes because squares got the big boxy toe where my foot can actually splay out and I can use the muscles in my feet and the squares. I actually got a testimonial on their website, I believe, or at least I submitted one for them. So squares are the golf shoes I like, but it's really just a minimally supportive shoe that are laced up just tight enough so that they're not slipping off your heel when you're walking. Then you can really start to utilize the muscles in your feet. I hope this gives some clarity to some of you out there who have false beliefs on custom fit orthotics and supportive shoes. And hopefully this helps the peanut gallery out there understand why I don't wear shoes at all. Not that I care if you comment or not. I just thought I'd put it out there. So hope everybody's doing well. Make sure you check out my online T-Shot Transformation program. It's a six-module program that you can do anywhere. It's sent directly to your email. Go to bermangolf.com and click on products, and you can see that there. It's only 150 bucks or 297 bucks. I don't even remember what it is, but it's less. It's really, really fairly priced. I mean, this is over at least over $1,000 worth of value, and it is very well-priced. So check that out and stay tuned. This summer, we're going to be doing some workshops in-house and virtual. So get ready for some of those and let me know. Give me your comments. Give me your questions. I love it. Keep on keeping on. Get those muscles firing, baby. Yeah. Thank you very much for tuning in this week. For more information, please go to bermangolf.com. That's B as in boy, E-R-M-A-N, bermangolf.com. And check out a ton of stuff that we have there. 
or even better, go to our socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, or even on TikTok. Check us out everywhere. We've got tons of content going out every week. And please give us a thumbs up. Comment on the videos. Let me know what your questions are. Try to shoot holes in this. I'll do whatever I can to help you out the best that I can. Thank you, guys.